Welcome to Time Played 3HR, a podcast where we play a video game for three hours uh, and then talk about it. My name is Lockie. And my name's Louie, and this week I played three hours of Valkyria Chronicles. Okay. Lucky. Hey. Woo! How you feeling, bud? We're in. We're in. It's happening. Nice. Uh, feeling good. Feeling feeling fine. Feeling hot. Um, as in warm. As in, or as in sexy. Or both. Yeah, bit of both. Bit of both. Actually, a bit of neither. <laughs> <laughs> um, although I, I'm. Sitting in some new shorts that I just bought. Oh, goddamn. Um, and they're so nice. They're so nice. Uh, that's hot. Uh, yeah, that is hot. Uh, it was more like that's exactly what it is. It's like a, that's hot, hot is how I feel. You feel hot? Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, and they feel like air. It's like I'm in my underpants because they're so light. Mm-hmm. And they have this like... Aero breathe strip by the bum. Oh, nice. For your bum. For your bum can breathe. I think must be. It's like uh, above the back strap, there's like a maybe three and a half uh, inch section of like just mesh fiber. Mm. Are these like intended for exercise, would you say? Yeah, yeah. They're just like a pair of Adidas sport shorts. Mm. They've got Mm. some zipped pockets. Mm. My old ones are sort of falling apart a bit. My old sports shorts. I have some. I have uh, two pairs of sports shorts. Um, I would love to know what year they're from. Uh, one of them's very recent. Okay. One of them's in the last six months. Okay. Uh, but it has a uh, it has a uh, inside poo stain. Poo stains, yeah, just everywhere. Um, right. Uh, which is really hard to get rid of. Um, no, it has. What do you call it? Like it's it sticks to your to your Legos. Like a glue. Yeah, there's like a glue in there. There's glue in there. Glue and poo. It's it's. It's quite a buy. Nice. It came um, with the poo stains. What it's so it's got like a, a mesh. Yeah, a mesh that like or? like like ties sticks to your legs, and then you have got the outside short. Sounds awful. And then like it's sw- got like a swimming trunks, but worse. Yeah, to keep everything what? in there where you're moving about, you know. What sport are you playing? Uh, no offense. Uh, well, I took up running during quarantine. Nice. And I just just needed a needed a good short. Yeah, yeah, cool. It's intense, intensely over engineered pockets. I would say, like you don't need what what's going on. Uh, tell me about your running. I'd love to hear about it. Um, do you like it? Do you still go? Uh, I have slowed down the last couple of weeks because it's gotten wet and it's been hard to motivate myself. But sure. um, uh, I do you really want to hear about this? I can tell you the whole story. I, I do. I don't know if the people do. <laughs> well, apparently they're going to hear. It. I uh, uh, started running 
um, yeah, I don't know how long ago now, but sometime in quarantine. And um, I did the I did the couch to five k thing. Okay. Um, so basically, for anyone that doesn't know, the NHS I think partnered with like the BBC or one other sort of whatever, and uh, made a quite terribly made app to be honest. Um, sure. But but it's just like super basic. Literally, just you pick one of three celebrity voices, and there's no tracking. There's no tracking or anything like that. It doesn't do any of the like app stuff. It just literally plays a thirty-minute podcast where every five minutes a, the voice comes in and says, "You're doing great," and then buggers off again. Um, right, okay. And it starts off like super duper slow, like just like catch all for anyone that has not run ever. Um, and just gets you to about 30 minutes of running in 10 weeks. Cool. Hmm. Nice. So now I run like around 40 minutes a couple times a week, a few times a week. That's very good. That's yeah, very, good. very slowly. I, I, I keep oh. it nice and slow. Me too. Yeah. I, I mean, running fast is, it's a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> running far is enough. But to then run fast on top Absolutely, of that. Absolutely, yeah. Who yeah, needs it? I, I stick to generally pretty slow. Do you listen to sort of like um, music or podcasts or what? Uh, both, depending on how I'm feeling. Mm. Depending on the vibe. Yeah, um, cool. Uh, video games, <laughs> Louis. Yeah. Do you, you play them? I play them sometimes. Every nice. once in a while. Uh, I pick them up. This week, we have a... Another game that was my choice, uh, which I'm very glad I chose. Hmm. Do you want to tell me about this week's game? This week's game uh, is Valkyria Chronicles. Um, so how am I going to describe this game? Let's talk about the backdrop setting theme first. It's um, sort of set in a fictionalized european sort of world war thing um two. yeah world war one world war two i feel like it's in between oh well, it's 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 literally uh in uh starts in 1935 okay um uh it's world war two but there are no planes as, as far as i can see um yeah which, which i obviously i guess like before world war two but it's yeah. also called like the second uh what do they call them like second european war i think they called it <laughs> yeah so it's like it's quite weird it's like this fake it's this sort of fake europe with anime characters um uh which makes it kind of kind of charming i kind of liked it in that sense um you they show you like this picture of the world map and it looks like europe but everything's slightly the wrong shape um and uh you st- kick off as this bloke called Welks um, coming back to see his sister uh, uh, in, I think, what seems to be a sort of like a Holland-esque it's, 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 place. It's Sweden. It's, um, Is it Sweden? Yeah, because it's... Uh, so basically... There's a lot the, of windmills. The, well, well, the, the plot of the... Um, the plot <laughs> of the story is about this sort of evil empire versus the atlantic federation yeah they sort of pitch uh, which is sort of uh, two east, fronts. basically east v west is they just like yeah. simplify it and it's just east v west um there's these guys that are like in these sort of uh they're more regimented in this sort of almost like knight looking armor um 
it goes for this sort of yeah there's a whole medieval flair throughout yeah the entire, so entirety of it all the technology is like kind of kind of around the same time except that what people are fighting over is this what's it called this resource that basically powers everything some um, resource like it's just rag- some whatever. Ragonite or something um, i think it's yeah. called and uh that's the sort of main catalyst of the war uh, it's very simple they don't really go into it too much um and so yeah. it sort and of gives stuff like a it's not steampunk by any sense, but it gives stuff a sort of like retro futurism vibe. Um, there's also yeah, this combination of like knights. Um, the, there's these characters called the lancers, and they have these big knight lancers, but they are actually missiles that take out tanks. Um, yeah. yeah, it's like a, imagine like a World War Two uniform X mashup with some medieval knights. Um, and you basically uh, live in a region called Galia, which is a neutral. So it's basically Sweden, because um, they're basically a neutral territory who refuse to take part in either side of the war. And the Empire are trying to invade you, uh, and you have to defend yourself uh, as the main character who gets conscripted into the army. Um, yeah. And uh, your father was a famous army general something. Army dude. Uh, army dude. And you get brought in, in as like a squad leader, as a lieutenant, and you drive a tank. But you also control your troops. You control your squad in these little, uh, what would you say, tactical playouts. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I mean, it's like term, it's turn-based tactical um, combat, um, and it's sort of a mix of real-time um, and turn-based. It sort of swaps which is, between the two on the fly, um, which is a little bizarre. Weird. Uh, it's really bizarre. And then, then there's, like, stuff outside of that, like, sort of meta stuff of, like, managing your troops and um, your... It seems... I never really saw this, but it seems like you, you can recruit a huge selection of people with names and characteristics, and they can die forever... Um, and you level them up and, and blah, 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 and upgrade your equipment and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. all the while it's sort of telling this sort of story of these, this sort of small group of characters in this sort of larger conflict. Um, and it seems like quite sweet anime-esque vibes, uh, it's sort of like hand-drawn sort of style, cel-shaded style. Like a sort of a sketched yeah, book, but kind of very painterly and very much like very clearly. And... I'm sure at the time it probably looked more original, but at this point it, it very much looks like someone put like a shader over over a regular piece which of is, 3D which artwork. Which is what they did. Yes, it's it's not like that. That that is exactly what it's they not did. a secret. But I think maybe um, at the time it was a little bit more. This game came out a long time ago now, and I think but maybe I think it, it looks great. I think it looks good. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I think they really. Um, even though it's uh, has this, it didn't feel like it was a sort of cliche style to me. No, no, I, I wouldn't say cliche. I think it's just like, um, I I think at times I find found the like, there's this animation they put literally the shader of like lines, um, sort of going back and forth to suggest that it's being sort of like animated frame by frame sort of thing. Uh, right. And it's just found. I just found it a little distracting. Um, I think I think that's super fair to say that uh, although it doesn't look bad at times, it was maybe too in the forefront. Yeah, uh, took away from some of the story. Yeah, when you're like, oh, 
bold choice. Um, and I think the, f- the first thing I want to talk about uh, is, um, well, first of all, I want to say I, um, I enjoy my time with this game. I think this game seems like mm. it's probably quite good. Um, yeah. Uh, but I was really interested by the way it tells its story. Um, so you're basically flipping through pages of a book and each cutscene is it's sort of its own section of a page, sort of like a comic book page almost. Um, and you click on it and it plays a very short cutscene ends and then you can click on the next one to watch the next cutscene or maybe do a battle or whatever the next thing is. And I thought that yeah, was really it's, interesting because it's set up nice. So uh, it's quite a, it's quite like a satisfying way to navigate through a story. Um, it, def- it definitely allows them. Uh, I'm sure in terms of like production really helped out. They could just be like, oh, we don't need to do the bit where they go from here to here. You can just go to the next thing. And that sort of fills out that space. Um, but also it feels very much like it would have been home on like uh psp at the time i guess um sure like it feels like because these cutscenes are pretty short like some of them are a bit longer like five minutes or so but like um they can be quite short and they jump between like fully animated to talking heads um which you sort of click through uh and yeah it feels very much like it was designed to be a mobile game but as far as i know this was a ps3 game through and through yeah I think it was was it exclusive. I think it was at first. I think, however, maybe I might be making this up. The sequel, sure, was on PSP. Oh, it was on everything. Was it? <laughs> I think I think there are four of these games now, uh, and I think they're all out on the Switch. Valkyria Chron- Oh, really? Um, this seems like yeah. a great freaking Switch game. Yeah, I think it's been ported over, um, and I think there's one to four now that can all be played on the Switch. So yeah, so I'm just looking it up. So Valkyria Chronicles two was exclusive to the PSP when it came okay. out. So that's crazy. Well, there, you, that there went, you go. That it went from a PS3 to a PSP. Um, I, I, I reckon it didn't sell well. A game like this, I really can't see it selling well in England. Well, not the West. In, in, I'm sure in, in, in Japan it was did great. Like, that's probably why they put it think? on PSP. Because um, the PSP yeah, was so successful. Well, exactly. I mean, that would ring true then it and not being successful in yeah, the west because so. the west didn't really play psps yeah but it just i think i think just from the way this game is set up it feels so much like you basically everything about it from the art style um to the sort of short ways like you can play this game for like 20 minutes at a time it feels like perfect for a portable console mm. um because, yeah, the art style can be sort of compressed and made smaller and that sort of stuff. So it, it's a perfect fit for the PSP. I'm surprised the first one wasn't just straight on a PSP. Um, sure. But anyway. It, it's, 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 such an, it's an awesome system, though, isn't it? Because it makes this thing that seems so daunting, mm. so digestible. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Know, if, the, if this was just one monster, continuous story, you'd go into it like, okay, cutscene, cutscene. But literally being given the option of... Yeah, I'll, I'll watch a, a small cutscene. There you yeah. go. I, I'll watch the next one. Yeah. I'll do a mission. It felt like you were very free to step out at any moment. Yeah, uh, and you really could you could easily without sort of being over con- over like over committing or or feeling like there were, it was a bad time to leave. Yeah. You know, it it it's so um, yeah easy to dip in and out of. Perfect for 3HR, like mm. um, an easy game to get through for 3HR, as you say, just because it's literally like, oh, yeah, I'll just watch this cutscene 
uh, I'll, yeah, I'll just watch this for like five minutes and then it's over and it's like, uh, yeah, yeah, nice. I could go for another cutscene. <laughs> I'll watch another. <laughs> um, and, then the, and then I think actually I probably, I don't know how far, I played three hours. I think I probably only did combat about four times um, thinking about it. They're quite long combat sections. They, they, they don't drag, but like they, they're not small, but I think, uh, yeah. I guess it's also a setup section. Like the game's teaching you a lot and showing you all the systems. So, um, yeah, the, the, I think the battles as it goes on would definitely get sort of bigger and more intense. Yeah. Um, but I, I thought the combat was good. There were a couple of things that were really weird. Yeah. I know what um, you're going to say. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But, uh, I had I had a lot of fun with this combat. I thought um, it's. I think it's almost worth describing first. Did you do the fight against uh, where you had two camps and you had a tank approaching from one side, or you know people approaching from one side, and you had to flank around with your tank from the other side with your two squads? Yeah, you had like the. You mean the sort of people by the river, and then the people higher on the left, the two uh, the, the split section. Yes, yes, exactly. And you go yeah. up the ramp, and yeah. Um, so I think that's that was sort of the first. That's the first proper one you do. Proper one, exactly. Complex, not sort of a tutorially one. Um, Though it is still teaching you things. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, but but that one was really cool. Uh, and the way this game works is you pick a squad, which we can talk about in a little bit, because I think I probably spent about half an hour trying to put together the <laughs> ultimate team. Um, and you have certain amount of play. It shows you a sort of top-down 2D map, shows you uh, where some of the enemies are on the map, a objective location marker on the map, and starting points for your troops. Uh, there are different troop types, so there's, like, scouts that can move far. There's, like, general soldiers, which sort of do everything pretty well but don't specialize in anything. There's, like, anti-tank people, engineers, snipers. Um, and then so you take your squad. And then a tank. Place them, and a tank. Exactly. Very important. Uh, and you place them where you want to place them, and then you sort of get... Uh, they called them CPs. I don't remember what it stood for, but say you have... Five CPs, it means you can move uh, five characters one time. Um, and for ex and other things, so a tank will take two CP and a human will take one CP. And within a turn, you have actions um, where you have a sort of set movement where you can move your character in any direction and then you can attack or use an action like heal uh, once. Um It'll show you the map top down and then you click the character and you'll be brought into a third person view uh, within the world and then you play out your turn in third person. It's uh, real time while you're running <laughs> and then turn base while you're shooting. It's really, really weird. Um, it's weird. Uh, I think sometimes it's a good thing. And then the main thing I thought doesn't make any sense is... The way it works, like after you finish shooting, um, so so yeah, so you have this sort of uh, effectively. I'm just going to call it a stamina bar, but there's probably a better way of describing it. So each each character has like a sort of stamina bar. So you start playing as them, and that basically is how far you can move. So you can move whatever 
20 steps um, and the stamina bar will be out. So you can't move anymore, but you can still do your actions like shooting or healing. Um, so you, and might, you can, you can break it up as well. So you, you can, can break it up, 10 yeah. steps, shoot, and then 10 steps to retreat. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you do that, you, you, you go 10, you go 10 steps, uh, you crouch behind some cover, you take aim, you fire at a guy. And if you don't kill the guy, the guy gets shots to take back at you. Um, and it's basically just, he gets to empty his clip at you and, uh, he won't hit every time. Like, no, they seem to be pretty bad shots. Um, and then once that's over, that's the turn-based bit, that little bit of shooting. And then once that's over, the enemy can just immediately start shooting at you back in real time. <laughs> it's bizarre. And and so, it's and we, so if you have, um, well, and it will always take you back to this real-time thing. So basically the challenge here is if you don't want to do anything else, if you don't want to move again, you gotta you got to back out of, the real-time section literally press circle to to leave this character as fast as you can otherwise the enemies around you will be able to load as much as they want into you um which feels really odd and i think is the only that's the only thing that killed me um (laughs) was i like i went up took a shot came out i didn't have my hand on the controller for a second and then a tank just fired their miss miss oh really um, it was a, t- a tank even as well yeah a tank just like machine oh gun this guy <laughs> to the ground in like two seconds those are um, so brutal those tank machine guns um and it that feels i'm not it doesn't i think cheap's the wrong word but it it doesn't feel right it feels like it just feels wrong it just feels <laughs> very it. weird um, it, it's wrong and it's it's kind of works because it it feels hectic like war should um but the fact that once you have your exchange and the exchange of fire feels very fair yeah you know you see a person you and uh, it's all it's you it's an interesting system because you also aim within first person um and it'll give you like a percentage chance of it well it'll so you have a circle around your reticule and your shots will land somewhere in that circle uh, and if you aim over their head for example it'll say it kills them in two shots if you hit their head uh, and you might hit one shot in the head one shot in the body and say miss and then in, if that was the case they wouldn't die mm-hmm. um, but then you get out of that and you're like quick press exit spam exit <laughs> quick pr- 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 press exit because uh, otherwise your character is just going to take like a chunk of health. It's really strange. And I think, I don't know, I think the idea is that it means you have to be strategic about where you choose to take aim. Um, but at the same time, it feels like, because you, if you are on it, like if you know, to be honest, you actually get like a beat before people start shooting at you. Um, mm. They have to like, I think, sort of spot you. The air has to sort of spot you first every time and then they start shooting at you. Um, so as long as you're like on it you're not going to get shot again but it and i think because of that it feels like it should just offer you the option when your turn ends your shooting ends to be like do you want to keep playing as this character or not um yeah instead of like this should be like an end turn real time yeah um because you might want to move again like you should have the option if you spent half your thing and then you want to move again you need to have the option to go back to real time but Mm -hmm. it just feels like completely pointless and weird um to sort of chuck you back into <laughs> just get immediately gunned down. Um, feels very odd. 
Uh, but the game, in terms of like, as you're saying, like the turn-based shooting, not only does it feel sort of fair, it feels quite quite heavily weighted in your favor. Um, I would say like it's if you have like what feels like a mountain of health compared to other salt the so- soldiers, um, your tank compared What's to going the other on tank. There? What in the background? Uh, it's, the, sort of... it's the children screaming that I live with oh my behind word. below me. They just. It's just children. Jeez. <laughs> Kid, kids letting out a battle cry. Yeah. Um. Um. They. Yeah. It's. It's. Uh. It, it's fun. Uh. I, the tanks are crazy. I got mown down. I. That fight was actually pretty tough for me. Yeah. Uh. I. <laughs> my first character took a step, fell through the world. Oh no! Really? Um. And just like went way, just you know, below the map. Oh wow! Um, so I was, I was a character down. I thought it was no, no big deal. Uh, I uh, what did then? Did the game register them as like dead? Like what? Uh, so I didn't want it to like bug out. So I just ended my turn, okay. and then I just couldn't use them. I d- didn't use them again. Right, I see. I see. Um, and then also I made a run a couple of times out into the o- open past a tank not realizing how devastating they are in yeah. real time um and l- <laughs> nearly lost a couple of people yeah um cuz it just it just mows you down uh but it, but it was it was fun it was a fun challenge um i quite like the way this game plays and how punishing it is uh in the way that it can be really punishing but also doesn't have to be mm. uh in a way that if you play combat really well, uh, you get tons of money and tons of experience that you can use to level up your people and buy them all sorts of crap. Uh, and if it goes terribly, you don't get as much. But at the same time, there are these sort of side missions that aren't part of the main plot that you can sort of farm through to get experience and uh, money if you're struggling. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I quite like that where if you play well, you're rewarded. Uh, if you play badly, you're punished. Um, but it's also not permanent. You know, you can put in more time to get to where you would be if you had played well. Mm. Um, also, if a character goes down, they can, uh, if you get another character to that character, they can call a medic and that character will be taken out of the map, but they can also be killed. Um, if... Yeah, I thought, I thought that was quite, that was, I was, that was quite forgiving. Um, because I think one, so they basically, yeah, they go down and then you have three turns to get another character to touch them, basically. Um, and then once that, once they're touched, a medic will just run in and remove them from combat. Um, and I, I was, I was quite glad about that just yeah. from my time playing like games. Like, uh, have you ever played like any of the modern XCOM games? No, I haven't. I was um, thinking I should playing this. Yeah. I, I, XCOM, both of them are good. Um, I like them both. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know what to do. That's, that's just, this is just my life. <laughs> um, it's just children enjoying themselves all the time, which is a real problem. Um, uh, yeah, XCOM, XCOM 1 and 2 are both good, but like that game, you just, you can just get taken out so quickly and, uh, you have to heal people. You can't like retreat them. You have to like heal them on the, on the, on the combat blah blah and they only get a few things of health and sometimes they just straight up straight up die and yeah, when you yeah, lose them you lose them forever brutal. and it's just it is pretty brutal um that's part of the charm though isn't it of that game 
Yeah, and it's you know it's fun like naming people after people you know and sort of caring for them. Um, and we should talk about we should talk about the way they this game handles like people. I was so I was actually really surprised by it's awesome, isn't it? All this stuff. So you sort of boot in and then you play a couple of matches of random stuff and then eventually you become a lieutenant lieutenant and it's like hey make a squad and then it just shows you like thirty people maybe more. Um, for you to sort of siphon through with all names and characteristics and like these traits. Um, uh, so Lockie, give me an example of yeah, one of their traits. Awesome. So it'll be like, here's Jessica. She is, uh, she is, uh, has allergies. She, uh, fancies men and, uh, she's a born leader, for example. Uh, and it'll be like, uh, Here's Jessica. She'll have like her own stats, um, a unique modeled character and voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, for example, the allergies will mean that if she stands in long grass, she will have a decreasing to her accuracy. Uh, if she, her fancying uh, boys will be like, if she's near a male character, she gets a boost in whatever. And natural born leader means if she's around other people, they will get a boost in whatever. Mm. Um, and it, it's cool. It's a it's a really cool way of doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's it's interesting uh, because I played um, Fire Emblem Three Houses came out on Switch last year, um, mm-hmm. and this game reminded me a lot of um, Three Houses. Uh, so Three Houses is set up in quite a similar way. You're like a teacher of what is effectively uh, anime Hogwarts. Um, and your st- oh, really? And your students are... Um, there's no wizardry, but, like, in that sort of, that sort of like, uh, that sort of vibe. Uh, it's oh, like a okay. big boarding school, but they're right, training right. to be soldiers, basically. Um, and, uh, oh, no, there are, there are mages. There are mages. I take it back. There are mages. Um, sure. Anyway, uh, so you have, like, all these students and... Uh, you pick a house, one of the three houses, and they become your sort of combat team and they all have personalities and traits and you choose classes for them and you do very similar combat, um, like sort of turn-based slash real-time combat. Um, and three houses is really good. Um, it's, it's just interesting that, like, uh, Valkyria Chronicles is not alone in this style, um, even though it feels very uh, individual. It's not, like, the only game doing this sort of thing. It's a great way of doing it, though, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's really great. Um, and they also also have friendships amongst each other. So I'm not sure how that affects their the play, uh, but it'll also be like, this character likes Tony, Frederick, and Reese. Yeah. Uh, for example. Um, and, and some of the characters are great, and it's a great way of liking your team because mm-hmm. in the first few missions... Uh, you have the two main characters who can't die. If they die, the mission fails. Um, but, you know, you're given some generic soldier guy uh, and you don't use them because they're not interesting or you put them forward as like a meat bag because <laughs> you don't want the main characters to die. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when they are unique modeled characters, God, it's great. I mean, I think even just giving characters names, I think does a huge amount for one's brain i think just being able to say in your mind like all right all right rosie 
get out there. Oh you know, my like, god, just... Rosie was an absolute hero. <laughs> I mean, Rosie's also like, there's this weird racism subplot going on in this game. I don't know if you saw these cutscenes. Um, the uh, no, oh, what about like a youngster? Uh, no, there's this like Welks's sister. She's like a I don't know what they call them. A, a something 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 with a d but like she's she's like some sort of race that other people don't like Ooh. and they call them smelly it's very strange anyway, oh right um okay. rosie i don't maybe it was different characters for you well, I don't know. well that was that was the empire i mean i think they were just trying to liken them to nazis uh rosie and some other guy some guy some lancer guy like uh, were were like calling her names and saying they didn't want to work with her. Um, uh, yeah, so I, I'm not a big fan of Rosie. <laughs> Wait, Rosie was being racist? Yeah. Really? It might have been different characters. I don't know if it picks them or not. Did you not see that cutscene? I'm not sure. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention. What was the last combat you did? Um, I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> I played. I played a fair bit. What was the one after the one with the flanking? Uh, that might have been that, the last. That, so that was the the one. On, I didn't do the um, extra one. The one you don't have to do. Oh, the uh, whatever it is, the mini one. Yeah, I didn't even look at yeah. that. Uh, I, I did that one. So yeah, I, I just carried on with the story, and it shows you. It's it's called a side quest basically, um, but it's quite story heavy. Okay. Uh, no, I mean I, I definitely had Rosie have a conversation with the Lancer. Yeah, th- those so but, those two are buttholes. <laughs> are they? Yeah. But it it was it was about how they didn't like that the lieutenant was so young and inexperienced. Yeah. yeah. That too. Um. But God, oh my word, Rosie absolutely carried me hard hard carried mm. uh she just took out like half the squad <laughs> yeah she was an absolute champion um in combat at least i didn't her, <laughs> i didn't yeah. pick up her racism no it becomes clear very soon <laughs> Really? Oh, yikes. Maybe she'll get kicked off the squad then. No, for some reason, Welks is, he's like, fine with it. Damn. It's really bad. No, no, I mean, I mean in our choice, because we pick her to be on the squad, don't you? Or is she a I per- think those two, for story reasons, were picked for us. Okay. Cool. Yep. Uh, yeah, that makes sense, actually. Some of them were, weren't they? Yes. Cool. Uh, yeah, it's a fun game. Yeah. It's it's really cozy and has that sort of upbeat anime vibe, which is kind of weird when it's also about war. Yeah, so I think it, I think it's straddling a very strange line. Like I uh I want I want to have some like in-depth opinion about how this game handles uh the sort of weird uh symbolic version of World War World War 2, but I don't have one. Um uh, so I can't, I can't really say if I feel like it does it well or not. Um, I do think it's like a area of history that you need to be careful with. Um, uh, but I, so far it feels, it feels quite earnest and, um, uh, and like simple in a way that's quite pleasant. Like it doesn't, it doesn't feel like it's 
leaning too heavily on like real history to like tell dramatic story it just it just feels like a nice bunch of characters to get to know yeah um yeah it's it, uh, i don't know if i've ever i've never personally experienced any you know world war anime <laughs> well i mean i guess grave of the fireflies was world war was that world war anime it's been so long no it was way pre world war wasn't it uh it's it's it's, it's um it's hiroshima isn't it i haven't seen that film in like 10 years i don't remember i think it's i think it's hiroshima stuff um yeah okay yeah that is during world war Two. uh okay well actually i take it back i've seen that but i mean that is awful um <laughs> but it, it's i mean it's a great movie <laughs> but so yeah awful to watch it's horrendous to watch yeah um this is not that <laughs> this is not this that. is not great with the fireflies oh my god yeah this is uh <laughs> highly if, upbeat if you were making great with the fireflies and stick. then and then every 30 minutes you popped into some real time <laughs> real time combat i don't know if that would fly <laughs> But, but I mean, there's it's they've got like that sort of classic main anime character termination, um, can do attitude, which is just kind of like weird when it's like, hey, help me fight for your life here with a rifle. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I'll help you with that. Sure. Yeah, the drama, you know, the drama of um, that woman giving birth inside the tank. <laughs> yeah, it's, I thought that was so funny. It fully diffuses any potential high stakes. It's like um, there's there's no threat, you know. It, it's like these guys are they know they'll be okay. It's yeah. like, yep, we can do this. We'll win this for sure. It's there's there's no uh, imminent danger at mm-hmm. all times. Uh, cool game though. I might actually keep playing it. Yeah, I think. Um uh i kind of want to it's very easy to play um but also i know it's going to be a big investment of time Mm -hmm. i think i looked it up i think it said like 37 hours or something yeah it's a long it's a long time to play especially if there's four of them (laughs) i assume i would hope maybe maybe they're different characters though and you can just like let the other ones go right yeah let's have a look valkyria chronicles 4 on the cover is two different people. Hey. Nice. Valkyria Chronicles 2. Different people. Hey. How about three? I wonder if they're all like hey. the same time period or if they're like different wars sort of thing. I don't know. I can also totally see this game going the, the way of like by the fourth one there's like freaking... M- magicians. <laughs> I bet it plays. A, I bet it plays a lot better. I, I, no, I just. I just imagine it just gets like it just goes way more anime as as time goes on because it gets a bit bored of the sort of more serious stuff. Yeah, maybe. Um, I wonder if it's any good. The new one. Hmm. You know what is annoying about the combat in this game uh, is that you can only take cover behind sandbags. Yes, very annoying. Uh, so there are these sandbags strategically placed around the map, which you can like blow up with a grenade and stuff. Uh, but if there is a crate or a large rock, you are not able to crouch behind a crate or a large rock. Yes. Which feels very dumb. Feels very odd. 
And yeah, like, just don't that's... put the rocks there, you know? Exactly. I mean, but I also I was thinking, I assume that they do give you cover. I don't because, know. Because this game definitely makes a point of telling you, uh, make sure you aren't shooting barriers in front of you, uh, for example. Yeah, like you can you can stand behind a wall and an enemy won't be able to shoot you. Um, yeah. As long as you're out and, of sight. But a, but a small and it, piece of rubble doesn't do that. Sure, but assuming that it's like a waist-high rock, uh, assuming that the enemy's targeting works the same as yours, where... That's true, actually. There yeah. is a circle. Um, say if there is a rock covering a third of the circle, does that mean that some of the shots might hit the rock? But you, you would think so behind it, so it doesn't yeah. really matter. But it, it doesn't let you yeah. use the use the terrain to your advantage. Yeah. In a way that you would be able to and want to be able to. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Valkyria Chronicles. Mm-hmm. This is a game I've wanted to play forever as well. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been I mean I bought it and played I looked at my save file. I think I bought it when it came out on PS4 as like a remaster. I played mm-hmm. like forty minutes of it and then just kind of forgot about it. Sure. Um uh, so yeah, me too. Um I'm glad we got to check it out. Mm-hmm. Cool. What am I playing next week? Hit me. Oh, um, clues. It is um, okay. First clue. Yes. Um. Uh. It's and my first clue is I've been playing Watch Dogs Legion. Okay. Watchdog one. Watch Watchdog Watchdog three. Uh yes. That's what Legion is? Yeah. Yeah. I'm guessing one. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> no way. Um uh my second clue is I love looking at London in Watchdogs three. Okay, I would argue that's one clue rather than two. Those are two entirely different facts. Okay. But the fact about... Is the first clue... Would that be relevant without clue two? Or is it just because of clue two? I guess what I'm doing this time is I'm giving you more and more specifics about the first clue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I'm saying, yeah. Mm. Okay. Third clue is... Um, uh, I love playing games set in London. Yeah. Those are all my clues. I, I see what you're going for here. And I'm going to take a stab. Boop, 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 boop. Uh, uh, <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, what, other than what? Tomb Raider? Tomb Raider? What else, what else is set in England for a little bit? London, specifically. London, London. I don't know if there's a Tomb Raider set in London. I actually can't think of a single London game. I know, there's very few. Is it like a history game? What does that mean? As in a... What? <laughs> <laughs> What's a history like game? A, like, is, is it historically set? <laughs> name a history set? game right now. Is it, is it set in... No, uh, name a history game. Era? 
As in, like, so I'm thinking, like, Assassin's Creed or, like, one of the Mafia uh, games. Mafia is a good shout. Um, uh, <laughs> I like the idea of Assassin's Creed being a history game. Like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Historically set. Yeah. Shall, uh, I shall I tell you? Mafia is super close. Very similar. Sure. Okay. Uh, it's uh, on the PlayStation 2. It's called The Getaway. Okay. Cool. You just you just you just make that noise whenever I say anything now. Yeah. I don't know. Mafia game on the PS2. Mm. It's not. A, it's not mafia. I mean, it is mafia. It's mafia related. Right. It's the okay. getaway. Cool. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be back next week. I've I've, I've played a couple hours of it and. Oh boy. <laughs> really? Okay, that gets me excited. Uh, it's pretty. I, I freaking love it. I think it's great. Okay, cool. Um, oh, look at this cover. It's like a uh, Guy Ritchie film. Yep. Done. Nice. Episode done. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, God, it looks amazing. <laughs> um. Uh. This this podcast goes up every Monday on uh, anywhere you can get a podcast. If you go somewhere looking for this podcast, you're like, you know what? I'm bored of li- listening on Spotify. I'm going to go find this podcast on whatever else. And you can't find it. You tell me, all right? You tell me. And then we'll see. Which would be incredible because it, if it's not, like, one of the big ones, who's not listening on the big platforms? Maybe you're all listening. It's on... not even worth it because I reckon it's like point 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 one percent are listening. Or... No, I'm kidding. Um, let us know. I'm always surprised when people like listen to specific sort of podcast uh, companies. Like, who's going to like Podbean to listen to a podcast? You know? Yeah, I know. Anyway, um, yeah, if you're listening on Podbean, let me know. Um, uh, what else? We got a we got a we got an Instagram time play three HR Twitter time play three HR email time play three HR at gmail dot com. Uh, we got a Twitch. Lucky you and I did some streaming this weekend. Mm. Um, we did some spooky streams. We played um, what's that? Their game World of Horror. And I have no mouth and I must scream. And uh, we had a good time. Um, yeah, it was fun. I think I think we were talking about maybe doing some more. I have no mouth. Um, in the coming whatevers. Uh, we're having some technical issues. So once I sort that out, maybe we'll pick up and save save our dear old racist Benny from... Uh, well, he probably won't be saved, but uh, we'll get him to his final conclusion, at least. Yep. Uh, and that's it from me. You got anything? No, not at all. Uh, anything from the Screaming Children? Catch you later. Catch you later. See ya. Ah.